This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show, the best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Clint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers, Mike Van Deese joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? That's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weights. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Hey, happy Tuesday. Welcome back. Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it is your vehicle, it is your choice where you have a repair. Choose Capital Collision Center. Inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave, hope you had a wonderful uh, holiday weekend. Um, We're going to maybe got out and did some hunting. Who knows? I did not. Uh, Still was quarantined, recovering from the COVID. The wife recovering as well. Um... But appreciate everybody's thoughts on the COVID. It's uh, it's legit, man. And we'll talk about more uh, in a sec. Uh, let's see. Also, um, Montana Broadcasting lost a, a fantastic um, friend last week. We'll talk about the passing of Mick Holine. The Pioneer League has some news. And uh, before uh, we forget, Greg Rockach will join us tomorrow here on the Jason Walker Show and uh, talk about the Pioneer League, but we'll talk about it as well uh, coming up. And we got a big On This Day in History. We're going to celebrate, um, well, not really celebrate, but talk about a birthday yesterday. In fact, there were a bunch of birthdays yesterday. Not so many today, but more yesterday, which is weird. But we'll talk about a little bit later on uh, here on the Jason Walker Show. By the way, you can watch on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Podbean, Listen. Let's try that again. You can watch live on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, you can listen, Podbean, Network One Sports, TreasureStateRadio.com. Email us anytime, uh, Jason at JasonWalkerShow.com. Don't forget uh, to also uh, tweet us, Facebook us, however you want to get a hold of us. Lots and lots of ways. Um, fun stuff. All right, so hope you had a good weekend. It was a... Um, It was a good one. But like I said, we, we weren't allowed to have family because we were quarantined our house. So it was just the three of us for Thanksgiving. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. But, yeah, just the uh, the three of us and the little ones doing good. So that's awesome. Um, tired of turkey. It happens every year, right? You have turkey and then you eat the leftovers, and then you just get tired of it after like four days. <laughs> right? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. So, um Anyway, hope you uh, had a good one. And uh, I did the turkey on the Traeger. I learned how to do that last year, and it's um, it's pretty good. I'm I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good chef. I'm like uh, I'm like little chef ratatouille, whatever. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, I got a little caffeine going today, and some water. 
So, any, uh, hope you had a good one. Like I said, I did. Hope you had a good one. I don't know how many times I can say that, but I do hope you had a good week, uh, weekend. Um, all right, let's do our Montana COVID update. And uh, we don't say anything aside from just the numbers. 63,205 confirmed cases since March. 1,015 new ones reported today. 698 deaths. 495 actively in the hospital. 16,157 active cases. 46,350 recovered. Yellowstone County, over 4,500. Cascade, 2,100. Lewis and Clark, 1,300. Same with Missoula County, over almost 2,100 active cases in uh, the Flathead. And uh, I don't know if there's, I think every county in the state has at least one case, it appears. So there you go. Speaking of COVID. Um, so Carroll College was supposed to play last night at Oregon State. Oregon State women uh, ranked 18th in the country, pasted Western last week in an exhibition. Carroll was supposed to play out there last night. Oregon State issued a press release that said the, uh, the game had been canceled due to COVID-19 issues. And the issues related to the Carroll women's basketball team. Now, I'm not, I don't know if the, if the Saints had gotten on the bus at 7 a.m. Sunday and had already headed out before they got the news or had gotten out there. I don't know. But what are we doing here, folks? Seriously. Um, the Carroll women hosted the Thanksgiving Classic Friday and Saturday, Right? You had Northern here, you had uh, Valley City State out of North Dakota, and then you also had LC State, former Frontier Conference rival. And the Saints pasted both. I mean, they're really good. But the surprise was how much they pasted LC State. We'll We'll talk about that here in a little bit. But So, Carol, for the at least the second time that I'm aware of, maybe the third, since the summer, since July, has cases of COVID in its basketball program. Now, again, I ask, what are we doing? Because if there's cases that came out positive Sunday or Monday that caused the cancellation at Oregon State, well, now you've got to backtrace to those teams you just played with LC State, Valley City, plus Northern was in your gym. And now, I mean, that's four potentially affected teams. Now, LC State's already dealt with its own. It canceled games with Tech a couple of weeks ago at LC because of this. And I believe Carroll as well. Or Carroll was supposed to go out later. But the conference season's supposed to start this weekend in the Frontier. It's possible that it's going to. Four teams that will not play, though, the Carroll men and women, and Montana Tech, men and women. Now, the Ordigger men were supposed to play last night at Eastern Washington. And then Carroll men and women are supposed to be at Butte on Saturday and Sunday. But positive cases within the men's team for the Ordiggers, they've paused all activities for two weeks, at least, and all games through for the men through December 13th are called off. The women somehow plan to return on the 12th which makes no sense because you're supposed to play 
the men are supposed to play that night too with Western. But what are we doing? I mean, I'm just in awe at we just have to get the basketball season in. We just have to play college sports. Why? If this is the case, are, are we, you good with just getting games just constantly interrupted and canceled and postponed? Are we okay with that? Because that's what's literally going to happen through March. And maybe longer. But this is, at Carroll now, this is the least the second, potentially the third that I'm aware of, of COVID issues inside the women's basketball team. The men were supposed to play Dickinson State over the weekend. Uh, but that didn't happen. Look, I get as coaches and administrators, you want your kids to have the best opportunity to have a season. I get that. We got it done in high school, for the most part, pretty safe. But it's a different breed in college, folks. And if you're that, con- are, are we that? Are we just? Is that the bottom line? Are we that concerned about the bottom line? To where we have to throw kids out and play sports right now? Is it that important? To the bottom line. Colleges, you, you charge an, a lot of money to go to school. At Carroll, it's outrageous how much it costs to go to school there. Like, it costs more to go to Carroll than it does Princeton with room and board. Think about that. But what's the end game here, folks? What's it going to take? What's it going to take? And this isn't, this isn't, again, this is not COVID fear panic. I have had COVID as recently as just got out of quarantine Friday and isolation. But what's it going to take before we realize that this thing is real? Look, I recovered in the short term. What's the long term effects? And we've talked about that since March. We don't know. We're seeing stories of people losing their hair up to six months after after having COVID. Losing their teeth just out of the blue, just falling out of the mouth. 23-year-old kids are having strokes. What's the, what's the bottom line right here? The frontier, the big sky. I'm not convinced that we're going to be able to have a high school sports season for the winter. Because those are basketball, close contact, and wrestling, close contact, and swimming as well. And I want all these kids to have seasons. I do. It gives me something awesome to talk about other than negative COVID crap. But what's the end game? You're, you're getting teams canceled. And if, I mean, Carroll women now have to let LC State, Valley City State, anybody that was in that gym over the weekend, Northern, 
Now they all have to do the. So do they all have to quarantine as teams, which then affects the next two weeks? But it was so important to start basketball. We couldn't wait until football got over. And they're having issues in football on the major major level, NFL. But as long as those kids get to play high school and college, nobody cares about COVID. And it's not something to mess with. It kicked my ass. The fatigue level is unbelievable. But, hey, as long as you guys feel comfortable as coaches and administrators setting this up and then throwing kids out there willy-nilly. As long as you guys are okay with that. And God forbid, I hope nobody has long-term effects on Tech, Carroll, any team, any team out there. I hope these kids don't have long-term effects. But that's where we're at. We just have to throw kids out there to get that sports season in. We just have to. Montana State women have had a couple of games canceled. They had a scrimmage last night just to play. But they were supposed to play, I think, at Utah Valley State. But Utah Valley's got issues. Game canceled. Portland State, (laughs) the Portland State, which we ripped on Governor Kate Brown out in Oregon for weeks because they couldn't get clearance to, to even start practices and have scrimmages. Well, now they're delayed for the next two weeks because guess what? They got covid so they get cleared to practice, what, early last week? And then within a week, they're shut down for two. Which affects the Big Sky Conference schedule, which starts this week as well. I just ask, what are we doing here? You can weigh in. If you want to disagree, that's fine. I, I welcome it. And I've been saying since March, we can overreact and at the same time be concerned. Well, I got to tell you, folks, you know I was sick in July. Lost the voice completely for 15 days. Had a deep hacking cough for seven weeks. They still don't know what was wrong. I tested negative for COVID three times back then. How accurate was that? I don't know. But I do know that I just got over it. Or at least got out of quarantine. Does that mean I'm over it? I don't know. But I'm also not out there trying to play sports right now. And sending kids out to have a season. And it doesn't it doesn't help your bottom line. Remember I asked that a few minutes ago? It doesn't help the bottom line because you can't have fans in the stands anyway. So where you, where's the money coming from? <sighs> crazy. Absolutely crazy. And I wish the best for the kids. But, all right. Um, JasonWalkerShow.com. That's where you can go if you missed any episodes. And when we return, um, we're going to talk baseball. And what the heck? Something on the mic is like a hair or something. I should probably shave. Um, the, the little one, I shaved my beard a few weeks ago, and she's like, Daddy, grow it back. She didn't like my clean face, so she's like, Dad, grow your beard back. But anyway. All right, uh, the Pioneer League. They're going to play baseball little bit different than it has been for the past eight decades or so, and we'll talk about it when we come back. Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center. And when you are in a vehicle and you get in a wreck, just take your vehicle immediately to Auto Concepts or to uh, Capital Collision Center. 
you can go to Auto Concepts afterwards and get a lot of good stuff put on it. We'll have the Auto Concepts performance of the week coming up as well. But if your vehicle is wrecked, go to Capital Collision Center and have the tow truck take you if you can't drive it. If you can drive it, get it over there immediately. And they're going to take care of it. They're going to take care of all the insurance paperwork. They're going to take care of everything for you. Uh, you don't even have to lift a finger, except maybe to sign a couple of things. Uh, but that's it. And the customer service, they're going to text you throughout the entire process and email you and update you on where your vehicle is getting through the fixed process. And I, I, I freaked out when I got in my accident in July. Got T-boned, and it wasn't my fault. But the peace of mind that I had from the guys and gals at Capital Collision Center that helped me calm down, like, hey, your truck's okay. Your, your baby's okay. And uh, when I got it back, it looked like I just bought it off the lot. Like, seriously, it's perfect. Capital Collision Center, Euclid, Helena, visit. I highly recommend it. Coming right back, we'll talk Pioneer League Baseball next. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Fall is officially here, and now is the perfect time to get your rig tuned up before the big hunt. That means a lift kit from Auto Concepts. An Auto Concepts lift kit will help take you places only the animals can go. And when you do get that big one, make sure you have help to get it home with a winch to pull it out. Or maybe you'll be a good friend and help pull someone out of the snowbank. Check out AutoConceptsHelena.com for more ideas. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918. Or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. 
Storewide savings is what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Jason Walker Show presented by Capital Collision Center. You can see over here, um, we got Santa sitting with us for the next month. How about that? That'll be uh, that'll be fun. And let's see if I can turn this camera around. All right. You want to say anything? No? Just going to stay quiet and watch, make sure I'm behaving? Okay, cool. <laughs> ah, sometimes we're just dumb. Jason Walker Show. Segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture 1010 Dearborn. Helena. So to come, I'm going to give you my thoughts on the passing of Mick Holine. Um... Sad news last week when we when we got that. Um, so we'll talk about. I'll, I'll share my feelings coming up here in a little bit. Uh, hello to Light Bright watching on the Podbean or listening on Podbean. You can uh, listen Podbean Network One Sports, TreasureStateRadio.com. You can also watch Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, JasonWalkerShow.com. All right. So last week or last year. We started the discussion about the Pioneer League probably going to go away as we knew it. And then, of course, COVID hit, and then the whole season got canceled for minor league baseball. And then uh, September 30th, Major League Baseball's agreement with minor league baseball, including the Pioneer League, expired, and we knew that 40 teams wanted to, were on the chopping block. That included the eight in the Pioneer League, and it happened. So here's what is good news, though. The Pioneer League will usher, basically, according to Greg Rockach from 406mtsports.com, a new era next year. So here's what happens. Uh, the league, which has been around since 1931, loses its professional development licenses with Major League Baseball, and it'll be an independent partner league of MLB. So, basically what happens is the Pioneer League goes away as we know it and as we have known it for all these years. And so no more, you know, White Sox with the Voyagers up in Great Falls, the Cincinnati Reds uh, affiliation with Billings Mustangs goes away, Arizona Diamondbacks in Missoula with the Osprey, um, and then... You got the Dodgers and uh, Angels and other and Rockies. You got others, Brewers, and um, now the Pioneer League owners, their teams have to pay for everything. They don't get any help from from the majors for or from the big clubs because they're not associated with them anymore. But 
Major League Baseball will work with the Pioneer League and have um, basically organized baseball. Now, it's not going to be on the professional scale, but Major League Baseball will start with initial funding to operate the league, which is good. They'll help, they'll help with some scouting and uh, technology, probably cameras, things like that, and we'll get more from Greg Rockach tomorrow about this. And then you're going to be able to transfer players to major league clubs, so you can go from a so was it the St. Paul Saints or like an independent league or team for years, and I mean there was guys of all ages playing for the St. Paul Saints. Well, some of them were good enough to get invites and signed by major league baseball teams and their minor league programs. So that's essentially what's going to happen. They're also going to major league is going to help with uh, marketing. Ticketing, things like that. So basically, it's the same, but it's really different, if that makes any sense. And a lot of that is because, like I said, that now the major major league teams aren't paying the players, the organization, all of that stuff. The Pioneer League owners have to now. But... Major League Baseball is going to help out to, at least for a year, which is great. It's fantastic news. That's awesome. So team owners responsible for player salaries. Um, nobody knows yet, though, who's going to find and sign players. Nobody's going to – we don't know yet how those players are going to get to the next level. Major League – or Pioneer League, it looks like, is going to say you can't be over 24 uh, to play in the Pioneer League. That's expected. The Major League Baseball draft, and here's a big part of why they got rid of 40 teams or contracted or got rid of or did what they did with the Pioneer League and a couple others. Going from 40 rounds to 20 rounds for the draft. So there's going to be less players available. But there are also going to be more players available for independent leagues like now the Pioneer League is going to be. So we're going to see a lot of the same talent level. We could actually see a little bit older kids. And more that, you know, played in college the whole time. Are we going to see a Ryan Sandberg or a George Brett or, uh, you know, Prince Fielder come through? Probably not. Uh, Lyle Overbay. I mean, we've seen some great players come through the Pioneer League. Are we going to see that again? Probably not. But we may. You may get a one once a year, you know, type player that's going to come through. But the good news is baseball will be back in Montana. And that's fantastic. I, you got to give a lot of credit to the congressional delegation of Montana. Uh, Steve Daines, Greg Ginforte, uh, John Tester for really helping to keep baseball. Now, yes, the Pioneer League lost its affiliation with the majors and the Major League Baseball teams. But they get to keep it. And a lot of that, I have to feel, was part of the congressional delegation saying, look, we can't lose these teams in Montana. We can't lose baseball. Now, when people think of baseball, they don't think of Montana. But the Pioneer League, since 1939, in various cities, you know, it was in Helena. It was in Butte. 
you know, there's been some fantastic teams. And I think it's a good thing. I, I like this. Um, you know, the shortened season, are we going to have, that's another thing too, is nobody knows yet how long the season's going to be. Is it going to be a 76-game schedule like it has been in the past for the Pioneer League? Um, there's a lot of details that still need to be worked out, but it's fantastic news. There's no doubt about that. Billings, Great Falls, Missoula, uh, Colorado Springs, Ogden, Grand Junction. Um, so Windsor, Colorado is getting the Orem Owls. Idaho Falls as well stays. So it's good. And I can't wait to talk to Greg Rockach tomorrow. Um, he's the one that has really covered this, 406mtsports.com. And uh, Senator Daines, Steve Daines said in a statement, uh, quote, I'm very glad that after months of negotiations, MLB and Montana's minor league teams have come to an agreement to allow Great Falls, Missoula, and Billings to continue playing professional baseball in those uh, communities, end quote. John Tester, Senator, Big Sky Country, quote, is professional baseball country, end quote. Uh, Adding that the roots of the Pioneer League uh, Club goes deep, here in Montana, and uh, going to keep working with those uh, Major League Baseball to keep uh, keep it going here in rural America is what he said. So that's good. Um, man, you go back a long way in the Pioneer League. Crazy. So good news. And, again, we'll talk to Greg Rockach tomorrow. Uh, also this week, Haven Medjid is going to join us. The world defending world champion team roper. Did you forget the national finals rodeo start this week? It does. <laughs> there's there's some Montanans there. Uh, Ty Erickson is not the uh, defending world champion steer wrestling, but Haven Medjid will join us this week. I believe tomorrow. Uh, here on the show, he's down uh, getting ready down there at Arlington Globe Life Field. Is it Globe Life Field or Globe Life Park? the Rangers baseball stadium. And there's a lot of concern that Texas is going to potentially in 2025 steal the national finals away from Las Vegas. Vegas's contract was set to expire in 24. They extended it a year since they're losing it this year because the governor of Nevada is a complete moron. Um, oh, did I say Team Roper? I'm sorry. Uh, tie-down Roper. Yeah, say, thanks, Mark. Um, I meant tie-down Roper, not Team Roper. Haven Medjid, tie-down, world champ. Thank you, Mark. Um, I knew what I was doing. It's the same type of thing, though. <laughs> anyway, um, just misspoke. I apologize. Uh, so anyway, uh, we will get Haven Medved on tomorrow. Tie down world champ. Anyway, um, so Texas is going to put on a great show. Now, the national finals started in Texas in 1959 and was there for three years before it went to L.A. for a while. Can you believe that? And then it went to Oklahoma until 1984, then ended up in Las Vegas, where it's been ever since. And Las Vegas is a home. I mean, there's no question about that. And we've talked to Flint Rasmussen. We've talked to Will Rasmussen both about this. Um, 
you know, the PBR moving out of out of Vegas for the year, and they just held the great finals uh, at uh, AT&T Stadium in Dallas, or Arlington, I guess. Um, and then the NFR, we talked to Will about it. By the way, Will Rasmussen, happy birthday yesterday. The uh, famed PRCA rodeo announcer. Um, but it's just crazy, and Texas thinks it's going to steal the NFR back. And so there's a contingent of national finals people from Las Vegas, like 12. They're going to be in Dallas, Arlington area, Dallas-Fort Worth, Arlington area, all week, uh, or the next couple of weeks for the uh, national finals, to make sure that Texas knows that the finals belong to Vegas. But like I said, we talked to Flint and Will about it, and it's just a, it's a bummer that Vegas governor of Nevada and then Vegas's mayor and everybody are just a bunch of morons and uh, won't let anything happen there. Except college basketball. New Mexico State like basically made Vegas its home. Or Phoenix. Which one was it? I think it was Vegas. But you got the UNLV. How about the Bobcats, by the way? Montana State? Knocking off UNLV by like 18, 17. Great win for Danny Sprinkle in his uh, first game of his second year. And because of COVID, they had a shoot-around that day of the game, just the players. Coaches couldn't go because somebody in the program had an inconclusive test, so nobody could go. So Sprinkle gave a couple of the guys on the team, the leaders, the scouting shoot-around practice schedule. Guys got it done, and then they go home or go back out and win that night. They'll play, I think, at Pacific tomorrow, the Cats will. Anyway, uh, so national finals start Thursday. We'll talk to Haven Medjid tomorrow here on the Jason Walker Show. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, we talked to him, well, last year after he won it. Got back home and immediately got put to work on the family ranch. <laughs> like, I'm a world champ, and then all of a sudden I'm working. But uh, congratulations again to uh, him, and we'll uh, we'll uh, run through all the Montanans heading to the national finals uh, starting Thursday night. Uh, is it on the Cowboy Channel this year? Now I think it's on the Cowboy Channel. Um, check your local local listings. I think you can. I have to figure out how I can watch online because we cut the cord like a year ago, cable, so we don't have it. But uh, gotta figure out how to watch the uh, the national final starting Thursday night. For the next 10 days. I can't believe it's here already. We're in December. We're 23 days away from... I mean, you have, what, 23 shopping days left? (laughs) 2020, man. This has been the fastest, slowest year of my life. And many others as well, right? (laughs) Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Anyway... Um, thanks for tuning in on the Twitter, on the Podbean, on the uh, wherever you're listening, treasurestateradio.com. You can always go to jasonwalkershow.com if you miss anything, including last week when uh, we talked to uh, Sam Samantha Bennington about her book. Still a great, great read. I hope you went out and got it. Talking about uh, uh, her marriage, divorce, and then the death of uh, Chester Bennington. My mouse is about ready to need new batteries. All right. Uh, you can also go back and uh, listen to voice actor Rob Paulson 
the voice of uh, Yako Animaniacs and Pinky on Pinky in the Brain. Just a couple of our interviews from last week. Next week, I think Lou Gossett Jr. is going to join us. I think next Wednesday. That'll be fun. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we do, we got On This Day in History coming up. Also, I'm uh, going to share my thoughts on longtime Grizzly uh, voice of the Grizz, Mick Holine, who passed away um, last week. And uh, I'll give you my thoughts when we come back. Jason Walker Show. Right back here in the Major Mortgage Man Cave. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Storewide savings is what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Jason Walker here, and I want to tell you about a great place that's going to make you feel better in just an hour. Ocean Spirit Massage. From deep tissue to hot stone and more, Ocean Spirit Massage will get your sore, tired muscles feeling like new. Whether you overdid it working out, hiking the hills, playing golf, whatever it is, or even if you're pregnant, you will walk away feeling better than you have in years. Book now for yourself or make it a couple's massage. And gift certificates are always available as well. Visit OceanSpiritMassage.com or call 417-0542. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Fall is officially here, and now is the perfect time to get your rig tuned up before the big hunt. That means a lift kit from Auto Concepts. An Auto Concepts lift kit will help take you places only the animals can go. And when you do get that big one, make sure you have help to get it home with a winch to pull it out. Or maybe you'll be a good friend and help pull someone out of the snowbank. Check out AutoConceptsHelena.com for more ideas. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. 
Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. This segment brought to you by Mark LaRoe Photography. Just uh, got my calendars dropped off today that I ordered from Mark. He's got two uh, new ones out for the uh, 2021. And you can go to Mark LaRoe Photography and check them out. In fact, there's January of the Scenic Montana calendar. Just unbelievable photos that Mark takes himself. Full moon over the Helena Valley. How about that? Was it last night or tonight we have a full moon? Anyway, that's awesome. Look at that. That's May next year. July. Man, June. Just great stuff. This so anyway, you can get your calendars by going to marklarophotography.com. And like I said, I just got uh, mine. You get the scenic one. You also got the Cowboys of Montana one. Anyway, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, appreciate Mark being on board. Jason Walker Show. MarkLaRoePhotography.com. All right. So, it's a Friday we found out, Saturday, um, that Mick Holine passed away. And uh, Mick, the long, long-time voice of the Montana Grizzlies, football, men's and women's basketball, and uh, just a great, great guy. Did a lot of stuff in Missoula, reporting. I mean, he was just... He was an old media dude, and uh, old school as well. And uh, when you think of broadcasters in Montana, two names really stick out. Well, three if you count Rocky Erickson in high school. But when you thought, talk about college sports in Montana and broadcasters, you think of Dean Alexander at Montana State and Mick Holine with the Grizz. And there's no rivalry between the announcers. I mean, we're all just, we all get along. We're all pretty good friends. And Mick was awesome to, to me. And we really got tight. I mean, he always helped me out. He helped me out back in the, in the late 90s um, when we did our first Montana State women's broadcast from Missoula. Uh, he helped out getting things ready, and, uh, you know, I was young then, <laughs> a lot younger than I am now, and very green, but he was, in, I mean, they both helped me. Dean Alexander actually gave me a, an old headset that I still have to this day, uh, but Mick helped me out once I got to Missoula, did the games, and then, 
Anytime I went to Missoula, it was just uh, for a game, even with Carol, uh, Mick was always around. And we got to know each other even better after um, the 2015 season. Little did we know that he was going to be replaced by Litterfield Sports unceremoniously. But Mick's health had been in decline for a while with uh, MS, and you know, he'd been still doing stuff in Polson where he lived. But Mick Holine was one of a kind, absolute one of a kind. And, you know, he, he he's we all steal stuff from each other. Um, you know, he stole the good guys from was a Hawk Harrelson who would, the White Sox, Chicago White Sox did it for years, the good and the, you know, the bad guys. Um, but nobody did it better in Missoula than Mick. And, yeah, he was a homer. And he made no bones about it. <laughs> but he told a story. And it was never about him. It was always about the team that he was calling. And I uh, saw a great Facebook tribute um, from Tim Bulware, who uh, we actually used to work with, work together here in town when he did uh, Capital Games uh, a couple years ago and filled in on some Carol broadcasts for me. But uh, Tim, who's now out in Iowa, I believe, but he put up a nice tribute on Facebook that basically uh, you know, said you know, he got a big start thanks to Mick over in Missoula he was doing some baseball stuff, but Mick needed help doing Grizz men's games down in Orlando because they were still during the football season. And this was mid-2000s when the Grizz were still good. And he uh, sent Tim down there and helped him out, and, and Tim had a nice nice uh, message for, for Mick as well. Um, Mick was, like I said, one of a kind, but he was more than willing to help out. And people, you know, the, one of the biggest compliments a, a broadcaster can get is when they say that fans will tell you that they turn down the, the TV or turn down whatever and then listen to you. And that's one of the best compliments any play-by-play announcer can get. And it means a lot. It's very special. And Mick was one of those guys. People would turn down the te- television to listen to Mick. And he's uh, he's going to be missed. I know we, we missed him the last four or five years on the air, but he's definitely going to be missed, his presence. And the guy knew sports. Um, his memorabilia collection rivals a lot of <laughs> museums. Um, baseball. One of his favorite pastimes. Uh, another great compliment you can get as a play-by-play announcer is when somebody tells you that they can see the game through the radio, and Mick was one of those guys as well. Not many can do it. Mick could. And uh, we'll, we'll miss you, buddy. Oh, all right. Uh, Auto Concepts Performance of the Week. We didn't have a whole lot of local stuff going on. Um we're going to give it to the Carroll women's basketball team, though, for what they did taking care of uh, LC State. I mean, what a rivalry for years that was. And uh, the the, uh, the Saints now 5-0 and on the season, but um, 
anyway, they got uh, they blitzed LC State, and what was it at halftime? It was close. It was really close. But Saints won ninety nine forty eight. That's a fifty one point win. They closed the game on a fifty three to nine run. They outscored the Warriors fifty three to eleven in the second half. Uh, Danny Wagner, we'll give uh, we'll give her the auto contest performance of the week. Six three pointers, a career high. Had twenty four in the game. Uh, D Wags is going to have a great senior year. Um, and you forget Jamie Pickens is on the team. <laughs> but uh, Danny had a, a fantastic weekend, and uh, she was the player of the week in the Frontier, uh, as was Tyler England of uh, Tech, because Tech men did play a game last week. But um, congratulations. We'll give it to, uh, to Danny Wagner, our Auto Concepts Performance of the Week. Oh, man. All right, let's do uh, On This Day in History, shall we? Let's see. Um, it is December the 1st. It is National Day of Giving. Uh, Eat a Red Apple Day. National Pie Day. World Trick Shot Day. It is also Rosa Parks Day. It's on this date in 1955. Rosa was arrested. Refused to give up her seat and move uh, to the back of the bus in uh, Montgomery, Alabama. So today is uh, Rosa Parks Day. I saw a copy of this citation she got. Um, man, what courage. This date in 1924, the Boston Bruins beat the fellow expansion Montreal Maroons 2-1 to at Boston Arena. It was the first NHL game to be played in the United States. 1928, listen to this one and listen close. 1928, National League President John Heidler first proposes a baseball rule change that calls for a 10th man or designated hitter to bat in the place of the pitcher. This was in 1928. The National League, ironically, voted in favor of that proposal. The American League turned it down. And then it would be, what, almost 45 years later, that the American League adopted the, the uh, DH, and the National League did not until this last season. I think it's going to be here to stay. But in 1928, it was the National League that first proposed having a designated hitter. Crazy. Uh, 1930, NHL drops the 20-minute slashing about the head penalty. You used to get, you used to get 20 minutes for a slashing around the head. I think it's a game misconduct now. Uh, 1934, Maple Leafs would beat St. Louis Eagles to set an NHL record for the most wins to start the season with eight in a row. Then 59 years later, the Leafs won 10 in a row to start the 93-94 season. 1940, four sets of brothers played in one NHL game. Chicago Blackhawks beat the New York Rangers 4-1. to So, you had Lynn and Muzz Patrick, Neil and Mac Colville play for the Rangers. For Chicago, Max and Doug Bentley and Bob and Bill Carse. 1956, led by future Hall of Famers, Bill Russell and Casey Jones, 
the U.S. wins its fourth consecutive Olympic gold medal with an 89-55 victory over the Soviets in Melbourne at the Melbourne Games. 1962, classifications in minor league baseball overhauled. Eastern and South Atlantic leagues promoted from Class A to Class AA. Classes B, C, and D are abolished with those leagues just being promoted to Class A. 1962. And now we just saw a whole bunch of changes in 2020. 1964 on this date, after just three seasons in Major League Baseball, the Houston Colt 45s changed their name to the Astros. The owners say the move signals a step into the future for the franchise in the city of Houston. Uh, 1967, Wilt Chamberlain, then of Philadelphia, scores 52 in a 133-109 win. Sets the NBA record, though, with 22 missed free throws, which makes his 100-point game even more astonishing because he went perfect from the free throw line in that game. 1984, Chris Everett won her 1,000th career professional match at the uh, Australian Open and went on to win that. Used to be in December. 1996, on this date, Wayne Gretzky became the first and only player in NHL history to reach the 3,000-point plateau, including playoffs, with an assist in a win over Montreal at Madison Square Garden. Happy birthday, 1966. Hall of Famer Larry Walker was born in Maple Ridge, British Columbia. Uh, 2002, Dave McNally passed away in Billings uh, from lung cancer at the age of 60. An all-star in the majors. We know how good he was with Baltimore um, World Series in 66 and 70. All-star in 69, 70, and 72. Dave McNally uh, passed away in Billings on this date 18 years ago. Uh, 1953, Hugh Hefner published the first edition of Playboy. The first centerfold was Marilyn Monroe. Uh, So we missed some birthdays yesterday because we were off. Uh, Mark Twain was born yesterday in 1835. Dick Clark, 1929. Got to interview Dick Clark in Vegas back in 2002? 2003. 2003 it was. Um, That was awesome. 1931, Bill Walsh was born yesterday. Margaret Witten, 1949. She she played the owner in Major League. Billy Idol yesterday had a birthday, 1955. 1958, Stacy Q, 80s singer, two of hearts. Bo Jackson's birthday was yesterday. Yvonne Rodriguez's birthday was yesterday. Chrissy Teigen, Kaylee Cuoco, Elisha Cuthbert. Uh, Governor of South Dakota, Christy Noem's birthday was yesterday. How about that? And uh, yesterday was also the birthday of Mindy McCready, passed away in 2013. Uh, she was born in 1975, exactly to the day, three months younger than me. Uh, met Mindy in 1997 out in Medford, Oregon, and um, we hit it off, and she was an absolute sweetheart. This was a year or so after the debut of 10,000 Angels, her first song. Um, what a great first album. Just a great singer. And... Uh, Mindy, of course, um, committed suicide back in February of 2013, but uh, yesterday was her birthday, and I was in Bozeman for a doctor's appointment and drove back and listened to Mindy all day long because that's what you do on her birthday. And she was such a great singer, such a great singer. 
and uh, definitely is missed. Um, her voice, just unbelievable. So I was going to show a couple of, uh see if I can bring this up a little bit. Um, let me try something here. Let's see. We'll just do it this way. And uh, so that's... Um, there we go. That's Mindy and Creedy and signed a picture back in 2003, 2004. But when I was at uh, working at a radio station in Great Falls, we had a celebration on her birthday. We had everybody call in and we recorded it and sent her... Um, a recording of everybody in Great Falls wishing her a happy birthday. So that's what that is. To Jason, thank you for remembering my birthday. Love, Mindy. Uh, this picture <laughs> was from 1997 out in Medford, Oregon. Um, man, I was young. Well, we both were. So we both would have been 22 at that time? No. She was only 21. I was only 21. We hadn't turned 22 yet. Because this was in April of 97. So that was uh, Mindy and I. Had some great hair back then, man. Oh, unbelievable. Look how young I looked. But uh, that was when uh, we worked at Cat Country in Medford, Oregon. And, man, we had so much fun out there. That was Neil McCoy was our headliner. Pam Tillis and, uh, was the second, and Mindy was first on stage. And then uh, missed the entire Pam Tillis set because Mindy and I were hanging out on her trailer. I got some, you know, liners like, hey, this is, back in the radio day, this is what you used to do. So, um, hey, this is Mindy McCready. You're listening to, uh, you know, Jason Walker. So that's me and Mindy from 1997. Loved her. She's missed. Missed. For sure. So, um, anyway. All right. Yeah, we'll put a little bit of music on as we uh, do the walk-off. It is presented by Cafe Zydeco. Make sure you stop by 625 Euclid in Helena. Yep. This is what a great one. This was off her first album. is Mindy, the walk-off. Thanks uh, for being back. Hope you enjoyed your weekend. Celebrating uh, yesterday, Mindy McCready's birthday. Uh, tomorrow, Greg Rockach will join us. 406mtsports.com. We will talk um, baseball, Pioneer League. And we will also uh, talk with Haven Medjid tomorrow. World champ tie-down roper. Back the national final starting Thursday to defend his crown. He's got some work to do. Chad Mayfield leads the way almost 90,000 more than anybody else. So we'll talk to uh, Haven Medjid tomorrow. All right, we'll just leave you with Mindy. 
as we head out. Don't forget tomorrow, back, 4 o'clock. And uh, once again, happy birthday to Mindy. Yesterday, 1975. All right, we'll see you back here tomorrow at 4. Go to jasonwalkershow.com if you missed anything. And have yourself a terrific Tuesday. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy. Amazing family vacation. Let's go. Oh my God. This is gorgeous. Purple makes it super easy to find the perfect vacation house. Hey, if you're a mom and you're struggling to provide financially while still being there for your children, then please pay attention because I'm about to show you how I started earning a full-time income from home working no more than two hours per day. And just so we're on the same page, this has nothing to do with those evil, manipulative MLM scams like Rodin in Fields, LuLaRoe, or Monet. This is real. It's something you'll be proud to tell your friends and family about. And as you see in a moment, it pays between $80 and $120 per hour starting. Unfortunately, however, the story of how I discovered